Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show this morning. I hope you're having a lovely day. We are snowy today. It's winter. It looks pretty out. I'm not going to complain about it because it, you know, it's our world. <laughs> it is a little um, bulkier chillier going out to do chores in the mornings I have to put on more layers but you know what I can so yay we were I can't remember where we were what we were doing at a social gathering and they were talking about oh someone was talking about they had to go buy some new winter gear and my husband's laughs and he's like ask Shannon how many you know outfits she has because I have one for a little bit cold colder even colder and even colder because that is how I roll. I am prepared. <laughs> the animals are having a little bit of fun, though. They're enjoying kind of running around. And, yeah, it's interesting because they're not concerned, right? A lot of times we put our stuff on other people or animals. And my husband will feed my cows extra. <laughs> like how I say my cows. He will feed the cows extra when he's cold because he feels like, yeah, I know. We are entertaining a lot of the times. So how's how's your world? Off kilter, yes. Derailed, probably. So how are we handling that? Sometimes gracefully, sometimes not so much, right? How's your intuition? How's your instincts? How's that all going? You know, I constantly am coaching people on following their intuition and understanding why the hits come the way they do, number one. And number two, what is an intuitive hit and what is, you know, our ego or that cluttery voice just reacting? And it's personal, and you don't know till you do know. So... I talked last week that we were dealing with a situation that sucked the end. It did, and it didn't work out the way I had hoped it would. It didn't work out, you know, to our advantage, I guess we could put it that way. But I don't actually know that yet because it has to finish playing out. It has to finish, I don't know, all the complexities of it. It's not done we are out of it mostly because it didn't work out for us but it's not it's an ongoing thing and it's interesting what it's bringing up and of course you know when you make a decision and you know that it's the right one but you're not sure and you second guess yourself you know up at five o'clock in the morning having a chat with my husband like are we doing the right thing is this you know 
the right answer and all of those things that we go through when something is sticky, messy, right? And so the interesting thing is, is we made our decision. We know it's the right one for us personally. And even though it's going to be bumpy dealing with the, the fallout or the, the consequences or all of that with this, you know, decision, it was interesting because since then I've been getting more and more validations in random conversations or, well, <laughs> and I, you can't see me, but I did put random in air quotes because I did ask the universe, like, help me understand, help me, guide me, you know. I'm putting my faith in my decisions, and we'll see where it takes us. And it was quite amazing, the validations I got. And I know now, considering the things that have happened, and so I encourage you to pay attention to those pieces. You know, something might seem like a random conversation, but is it? Or is it a synchronistic event where you wanted an answer to something or you wanted help understanding something and somebody gave it to you? Be careful not to dismiss it. Make sure you are listening. Listening to the message that comes. It was interesting. As I was, you know, getting ready this morning and pondering what to talk about on the radio show, I had nothing. I'm like, well, you know, being that I've done this show for so long, I have a lot of replay shows with still information that's timely and practical and fits. So I always have that. And so I'm like, well, I can go look which of my you know shows I want to replay and I did download one that I'm actually saving for either next week or the week after and then as as I'm as I was going through it I always like you know what was the most popular what are people interested in and then from that my energy went to the situations that I talked about last week and how it played out for this week and I'm like wait a minute look at that I can talk about our intuitive messages, validations, and understandings. Because how often do we not know that what we were thinking, feeling, knowing was right till after? But that is how you develop it. Oh, yeah, that's how that energy felt. Okay, good. And sometimes you don't know till like months after. Huh. So I felt that way and I chose to do this and then unbeknownst to me at the time this was also going on so that worked out or sometimes it's the opposite. You forced something through your energy felt like I don't know if this is a good idea but you forced it through and it did not work out and you knew it. But then it gets you know complex because sometimes you force things through or it feels like that, and it works out amazing. And so that's why we're always confused, <laughs> right? We're like, I don't know. Practice. Practice knowing the energies, feeling the energies. So I used to get different kinds of nudges, and I've been shoved out of the house before, and 
now they're a little more subtle because I've become attuned to them. And it does not mean that I don't second guess, because you do. But that's part of being human, right? Because we do have choices. We do have energies where a lot of information comes at us and we have to sort through to what is good and right for us and what is not. It's messy. Life is messy. And so with, you know, dealing with a situation, and of course I Someone in my family was very disappointed, and I have to deal with that. And this disappointment is not going to go away. This disappointment is going to um, pop up now and again over the next few months, and I have to deal with it, making sure they understand that they're okay and that this is, you know, how life goes. Life has disappointments. Learning to handle them now, it's a positive thing. Am I happy that I have to deal with this? No, of course not. There's lots of other things that I have to deal with. But will I? Yes. And will I do what I know how to make it okay? Yes. It's, yeah, and you know, we have to also be careful not to project our stuff onto somebody else, right? So we made this decision, and then I've pretty much kept my mouth shut, except for to, you know, my trusted people and, and someone else that was in a similar situation, and I was being supportive and making sure they know that they have to make their own decision. Because it's easy as humans, right, to, like, gather a herd for of support. Oh, I think this. I think that. And I've been keeping my mouth shut and trying to be really careful to, you know, get my support from my people that I need, but from people that don't have a horse in this race, basically. Because I don't want the responsibility of someone else's decisions. And so think, I want you all to think about that. Because how often do you get an intuitive message, an intuitive hit, and you go share it with someone who it also might affect them, and then they get mad at you because they don't like what you have to say or um, they feel violated that you knew that about them. I had that happen with someone who said she was very, very psychic and was, you know, presenting herself as an expert in psychic abilities and teaching people how to be psychic. And I messaged her one time. And I'm like, oh, this happened. I got this hit for you. Here's what you, you know, do you need this information? This is what I, and I was completely right, and she lost it on me. She felt violated that I knew that, and it wasn't even anything damaging. Like, it was nothing personal, nothing embarrassing or shameful, and she lost it on me hard, and I'm like, wow, okay. I needed the lesson. Was it harsh? Yes. Did it affect our relationship from then on? Yes. But when someone is that psychic, as she said, did it change how psychic I think she is? 100%. Do I think she's fake? No. (laughs) Could you tell that I'm not totally convinced? I think it was a learned thing rather than a natural thing. And I don't think there was any way for her to understand my talents. 
and she felt threatened. And that's how she lashed out. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And you can take it, you know, whichever way you want to take it. I, with hindsight, took it as a compliment that I, I, I do. I have the skill, the end. But at the time, it felt like I was wrong, but I wasn't. And after a while, when, you know, the dust settled and she did not apologize, but she did want the information I got. And I'm like, I, okay. But we do that, don't we? Right? Never underestimate the art of a sincere apology. Because sometimes we just want to help. But the help is not appreciated. And that's something we have to deal with as empaths. When you are psychic and intuitive, you have to learn through practice and uncomfortable situations, <laughs> when to share, when not to share, <laughs> when to just keep your mouth shut. I had intuitive hits about someone, and, you know, I still have to deal with them, but I am better prepared on what to open my mouth about and what to keep my mouth shut about, and that is key, Right? Our whole world is about interpersonal relationships. And so using your spidey senses to know when to pursue and, you know, battle fight, be aggressive about things, and when to just accept it as peacefully as you can. You can be behind the scenes, not peaceful, but, you know, try to be gracious. That is huge. And it's a nonstop learning curve. You know, if you know someone leans towards the holding a grudge or petty side, maybe you don't want to engage in a sticky situation with them. Self-preservation, right? Or maybe you do. It's, again, you have to... Know yourself in a way and know what is something you're willing to put yourself out there for and accept the consequences. There's always consequences to our actions. Always. Some we like, some not so much. <laughs> right? And making sure that you're taking the time to, like, tune in with yourself and do that self-care meditations, chilling, whatever it is that you use to reset your energy so that you can have clarity and understandings. Because it's so easy to get distracted and muddled and caught up. Monday was just a crazy busy day for me. I had so much going on and I was a little crusty trying to get it all done. And was I intuitive that day? Nope. Not that assured intuitiveness, like not that intuitiveness where you know you're right, where you know that it feels solid, it's good information. It was more that jumping all over the place and you aren't sure if you're being intuitive or if you're just overwhelmed, stressed, distracted. Do you know what I mean? The energy feels completely different. 
when you're having those solid, clear, intuitive hits, they sort of flow, they feel smooth. To me, that's how it feels. You need to know your own energy to know how it feels for you. When it's, um, when I'm not in the right space for it, and it feels bumpy and messy and kind of dramatic, like jumpy and all over the place, it's interesting. It definitely feels completely different. And I know that I have to just calm down. Like I tell my big black horse, who's very energy sensitive, calm down, take those breaths, do something to get myself out of that anxious, buzzy, everything is dramatic and I'm so upset energy, to being okay. Calm down, ground my energy deep, deep, deep into Mother Earth so I can sort through the emotions, the feelings, the knowings, the fears, the stuff that feels solid and right, and the stuff that doesn't. And here's the thing. Being intuitive about other people does not mean you're always right. That's not how I want to say that. When you get those intuitive hits about other people, it doesn't mean that's the way they are every time necessarily. It could be situation-generated where they're just in over their head and they're overwhelmed and they're uncertain and they're scared and they, and they don't know how to ask for help so they lash out. Again, the situation I was talking about where someone who, you know, professed to be very psychic. See, I don't buy it for a second now that, you know, hindsight and lashed out at me when I was being helpful. And I truly was because she wanted the information that I got. <laughs> And I was like, I do, I, I, yeah, the world is not going to make sense because we're here learning. But know when your intuitive hits are solid and trust them. And then ask for those validations. It's amazing the validations I got the last week. It was interesting and good, in a good way. Other people are dealing with equally as bumpy situations. And so being supportive without, you know, being, I don't know, overwhelming to other people is also key. Just take those few minutes. Do a breath meditation. Do it with me now. On your in-breath, I want you to think calm or clarity. And on your out-breath, your first name. Do it about, let's do 22 times. Be quiet while we all do it. Doesn't that just feel better? Just remember to do that for yourself because it's really easy to get caught up in the energies of everything. We're feeling everything. It's just how we roll. And when you're 
you know, caught up and buzzy and energetically all over the place, your intuition is quieter. Still trying to guide you, but it can't tell you exactly what to do. Like it's a guidance system. It's not a follow my orders or else system, even if sometimes we wish it was. (laughs) Sometimes those messages are blatant, though, but do we listen? Hmm. So if you want some tools to help you understand your intuition, use oracle cards. Grab a daily card for yourself and read what it says, and then at the end of the day go read it again and see how it fits. Um, When you have, like, that soft kind of pop of intuitive words sometimes in your mind, write it down and then see how it plays in later. I, I get all those. I do oracle cards. I get little pops of information, and I feel energies, and I feel it in my chakras, and it depends on the, which chakra, and then I match it up to what's going on, and then I get my messages. And, you know, lots of times I have, I know how things are going to go or what people are going to say or do, and I don't share it with anybody else. Or sometimes I do, and they don't believe me or they think I'm wrong, and that's fine. It's annoying. No, let's be real. It is annoying. But then it turns out that I'm right. So don't say I told you so. You know, that's just not going to land well. Just smile. Remember, you're planting seeds. When it comes to helping other people, you're planting the seeds. But you have no... um, Horse in the race, so to speak, because, of course, cowgirl. But you can't be totally attached to the outcome because they get to decide if they listen or believe you or not. How often do you have people (laughs) saying to you later, oh, I wish I would have listened to you. You told me that was going to happen, right? Again, this is all part of our learning curve. We're always seeking to have understandings. We're always seeking to know the answers so that we can understand our world. And it's a never-ending quest. It's just how it is. Oh, speaking of quest, I'm kind of really excited about the guided meditation I have for you today. It is a discovery of meaning and purpose journey. to support you on this life quest, right? I was having a conversation with someone and they were talking about their children and how they were worried about them and stuff. And and we were talking about one of of their children and I said, so what do they dream about? Like what, what would they like their life to look like? And she just had this puzzled look on her face and she's like, you know what? I don't really know. And then she said, travel. And okay, Everybody says travel. Bless all your hearts. Probably me too. We want to travel. That's that's our thing. We want to travel. But dig deeper. Dig deeper to the why. Dig deeper to what is it about it that you want to have happen more often or that you truly like about it? Do you want to travel so that you escape the responsibilities of your life? Could be. 
Do you want to travel to have new experiences, meet new people? Could be, but you can scale it down to do some of those things on a affordable or realistic way too, right? If you want to travel to meet new people and have new experiences, travel around your area, right? Someplace you haven't been before. Like my point was to her was we need to know what motivates us, what guides us, and we need to have dreams. I get it though cuz I'm kind of in the energy of I'm not sure what my big dreams are right now. I've achieved a lot of them. And I truly like my life. Even when I have to put on all the layers of snow gear and I stomp up waddle, let's be real, it's totally waddle. Those snow pants are thick, man. And I waddle up to my horses and cows. I like it. I truly in my soul like it. And so make sure you're celebrating those. I know, I preach about this all the time. Reverend Shannon coming at you. Take the time to appreciate those things that you've made happen and that you truly love. Because we can always find more. We can always find things to upset us. We can always find things that make us feel like we're not doing enough. Make sure you're balancing and juggling that with acknowledging the things that we did make happen, that we do truly enjoy Even if it doesn't look exactly how we thought it would, it's probably better. But we get caught up in it. Let's face it, we are constantly bombarded with messages of we're not good enough, we're not doing enough, we could be better, you should have more money, you should have more stuff, you should be higher in your career, you should be doing more. Why aren't you doing that? You know, you could be doing that. How often do you tell somebody something amazing And they're like, oh, well, this could have happened, or you could have done this too, or, oh, you know what, I did this. We do that to each other. So next time someone tells you something amazing that happened to them, listen. Don't jump in with your own stuff. Just listen and help them celebrate. And hopefully they will do the same for you. Giving our time and attention is priceless. Acknowledging someone else the way we would like to be acknowledged, priceless. Where's that on your list of things you need in your world? I was all over the map with something, and I said to my husband, this is what I need you to say. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I need to stop. Because if I'm telling you what I need you to say, it's not right. I need to go figure this out on my own. So, bye. (laughs) And then I stomped out to Mike Corral and had a chat with my horses. But we need to have these these things. We need to understand our own motivations so we can help understand other people's. And it's not to use them or manipulate them, but it's to have compassion. Not everybody's in alignment with you. Not everybody sees the world the same way you do. And if we can have compassion for them, but that doesn't mean we believe what they believe or, you know, drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak, but we can understand that they do. I know. This journey of life, this quest for understanding, it's interesting, isn't it? 
Take the time to celebrate the things you do understand. Oh. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Because when you do understand other people, you can help them be their best. Knowing what someone is good at and, you know, helping them and supporting them into doing more of that is good. When I'm, you know, running group stuff, I know who's good at what. I'm a chair for a literacy society, and I also work for them. Actually, I work for myself, I guess. Um, and when we have our board meetings, I haven't been at it very long, but um, I make sure everybody is talking. I can tell when someone has something to say, and I encourage it, and I make a point of making sure they're heard. And that's because I'm very intuitive and, and empathic. I use that to help other people be their best. Where can you do that? The rewards are amazing. And you're not always acknowledged for it, but that's okay too. Because when everybody's able to, you know, do good things and be their best, the whole world wins. All right, need to check the time. You know, for someone who didn't know what she's going to talk about on the podcast today, I'm a little chatty, aren't I? <laughs> Even in our snowy wonderland. Yes, that's my new word. Wonderland. Winterland. I know. I probably need more coffee. Okay, so 28 more minutes. All right, well, I have a meditation, Discovering and Meaning and Purpose Journey. It's a little bit longer than some of the other ones, so I better get started with you. Okay, so give yourselves all a nice big breath in. I want you just to become aware of your breathing, just breathing gently, easily, breathing in positive energies, and just releasing all the cluttery energies. Breathing, breathing. Breathing in all the good energies, breathing out all the clutter. I want you to visualize or imagine a warm, gentle, balmy breeze as it just gently wafts around. Wafting around your head your neck, your shoulders. And with every breath, as this lovely breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing 
and letting go feeling. becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Letting go just for a few minutes. This nice breeze goes across your upper back, circling around through your chest. A warm and nurturing feeling as this breeze continues to comfort. Down both arms, hands, and fingers, releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering. Is it a breathing of the breeze? Or is the breeze breathing me? Doesn't matter. With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through the mid-back, around through the solar plexus, Every breath drifting deeper now. The gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go. Becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. And the breeze continues moving around, around thighs, around knees, around calves, around ankles, around through the feet, now and with every breath, becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. Being at one with the breeze, and the breeze still gently, easily, moving all around and all through. So that at five, four, three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply, deeply relaxing. Deeply relaxing. Now let's go on a journey, a quest, if you will, with your mind and body in harmony now. You are relaxed you drift even more comfortably. And as you focus within, you'll notice a positive sensation as any and all of your senses heighten. Let's open the door of your imagination now to discover an image. This image is going to be personal to you. And it stands for purpose and meaning. Let's visualize and imagine it. Feel what you feel. Know what you know. See what you see. 
hear what you hear, simply, easily, and freely. This image comes forward, could be an energy, could be a visual, could be a sound. And there it is. Bring this image to life. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? In your imagination, anything can happen. Look at it from any position. As though you could float above it, below it, to the side of it. What is the size of it? Notice what you notice. Feel what you feel. See what you see. What is the essential thing about this purpose and meaning image? What's the energy like? What do you feel is the mood of the image? How does it feel to be with this purpose and meaning image? further connect, you and the image can communicate. Go ahead. 
tell the image how you feel by being with it. does the purpose and meaning image have to say about that? If you like and it feels right, Visualize and imagine that you and this image could walk together as you talk things over. Ask purpose and meaning what it wants. What matters most? When your image replies, how does it feel to know that? Tell purpose and meaning what you want. What does the image have to say about that? How are you feeling so far about these conversations? places. You become the image. The image becomes you. You will always trade back to yourself again. Now, as the purpose and meaning image, what do you notice? How do you feel being in the energy of this image?
Now, as your image, what is your viewpoint as you look into the world? What do you notice? Now, again, as you being purpose and meaning, look over at yourself. What do you notice? What would you, as this image, like to say to yourself? Anything else? We're getting ready to trade back. What do you notice? What do you feel? What would be that one piece of information you, as meaning and purpose, would like to give to yourself? When you're ready, trade back, and let's return to yourself again. Look over at your image of meaning and purpose carefully. What changes do you notice? What about the energies of the image or yourself? Notice what you notice, feel what you feel, see what you see, hear what you hear.
Anything more that purpose and meaning wants to say to you right now? Anything you wish to say to purpose and meaning? What do you understand now about purpose and meaning? What do you imagine the image understands about you? For a moment now, let your inner focus find your favorite part of this journey. If it feels right, heighten and brighten it. And now, let it settle in just the right place in your mind, in your body, or both. How does that feel? Now, just take a few moments to sit in the energy, and then we will close out this journey. Any last things you need to know, just for now, because you can return later.
And as we bring this journey to a close for now, let's allow the conscious and subconscious to work together harmoniously and bring back all the positives into your conscious, out-of-awake life. So that you know what you know, you feel what you feel, you see what you see, you hear what you hear with confidence and clarity. Meaning and purpose will be clearer. And so now at zero, one, two, three, four, five. Eyes open, wide awake, say your first name out loud. Eyes open, wide awake, say your first name out loud. Nice. How was that journey? Did it give you some clarity and insights? I hope so. Well, thank you for listening, and I'm going to wish you all a Merry Christmas and Happy 2020 because I'm not sure what my schedule is going to be like. Oh, next week I'm for sure busy. I'm helping with a volunteer turkey dinner creation and serving, so I will not be here next week. And then what is the week after? Oh, my goodness, week after is Christmas Day. Wow, it's on a Wednesday. Didn't even notice. So, no. So, Merry Christmas, and we'll be back in 2020 with new, fresh shows. Blessings to all of you. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L dot com.